Hey, folks, we are in the 11th hour for our listener request month. If you want to get a call in, you have until 11.59 p.m. tonight. That is, if you've downloaded the episode on the day it comes out, which is Tuesday, September 30th. If you have it, uh, all of your iPhones and stuff have this neat feature where you can hit the th- plus 30 second button. Uh, Do that a couple times until you hear the music, and then, you know, just you're, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> just, just ignore this. Yeah, totally. Uh, this does not pertain to you, but... <laughs> If you're downloading it on Tuesday morning, you still want to get a call in, 718-925-3893. Or for our international listeners, use the Skype username, We Hate Movies, all one word. It's exciting. You know, we've gotten a lot of really cool stuff. I've been introduced to a lot of interesting movies this time around. That's what always happens. You're like, wait, what? (laughs) Oh, no. Your two-watch list just doubles in size. You get the full two-pager. That's always what happens. Like, I'm never going to... Listener Request Month is my, like, sobering reminder... You'll never see all the movies. <laughs> you don't know exactly. exactly. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, know about that. Oh, wait, way to go, guy! Fucking jibber bab. And then you're like, wait, what? <laughs> there are some stunning calls in uh, this time around. But it's also it's weird when it's like an actor you know and or a director. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's in your wheelhouse. It's How in did your, I miss it? Your frame of well, reference. I mean, you're like, huh? It, there's always going to be one tucked re- tucked away in 1993. <laughs> Yeah. The '90s were an odd time for making movies. Yeah, because you got a couple like those October, like not October films, but like right under October films. Yeah, yeah. whoever the distributor was, right under October films, put out a lot of shit on VHS. I mean, and you're never gonna get through all of Sam Raimi's producer filmography. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there's just so many gems hidden within that. And, I mean, all the movies that Quentin Tarantino likes. <laughs> Dude, and those fucking golden monkey productions or whatever his his like little distribution arm is. Yeah, no. When it's always that like Quentin Tarantino presents, you're not getting through those. No. Uh yeah, so the ten year rule, as we always say, is off the table. Really anything's off the table. Everything's whatever. Uh, <laughs> anything goes except for the things that don't, which are movies on our FAQ page, which we've said we're not gonna do, and movies we've done before, which we've done before. Come on, go back. And as Chris pointed out last week, uh, we are deep into twenty fourteen at this point. There's a lot of crap that came out this year that's yep. already on DVD. So feel free to toss some of those our way. Do a few. <laughs> do a few. Uh, but only one per call. And the uh, you know, the stipulations for the calls again, because like we always say, we do want to play these on the air, so leave your name, where you're calling from, what the movie is, and a short description of uh, you know what you think is so crazy about it that makes it WHM worthy. And you know, there's no reason to be nervous on these calls. We're all a bunch of trolls here. You know what I mean? No <laughs> one's no one's making money I, on this show. Hey, I identify as a goblin. <laughs> Look, can we please? You, the listener, are doing better than us. So just call in, help us out. It'll be fine. That's why I always feel terrible. Like, there's some calls, like, someone will call in and it's like they'll lose track of what they're trying to say. And it's like, oh, oh, fuck. And they just hang up the phone. Don't hang up the phone, man. I can edit the call so you sound great. Don't worry about also, it. Also, speak into the phone receiver, not a pillow. Oh, I was saying this. I was saying this on Twitter. If you want to call and you're using a computer, please make sure your microphone's turned on. Oh, yeah. There's been a handful of phone calls where it's like a minute and a half of silence. <laughs> and I'm like, your mic's not on. Oh, what are you saying? What movie am I missing out on? or get at us on Skype, username WeHateMovies, all one word. You have until 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time this evening, which again, only applies if you're downloading this the day it drops, which is Tuesday, September 30th, this November, 
You tell us what to watch. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Chris Cabin. And we hate movies. everyone welcome to we hate movies thank you for tuning in as always if you're new to the program uh this week we're doing a video game adaptation and you might be saying to yourselves now wait a minute fellas last week the clue you left was ted the handsome dancing steve what happened you could file this under oh fuck <laughs> uh <laughs> but essentially uh netflix decided to take off the movie we were gonna do Ah, Which yeah. is three men and a, and a, and a baby for all of those who, who guessed it, yeah. and it's coming back. Don't worry, it's a stay we're, tuned for sure. We're yeah. gonna do we're it. We're definitely it's gonna just... do it. I'll say this though: judging by some of those guesses, listen, folks, Creepshow's a good movie. <laughs> Creepshow's I, a great movie. Yeah, I ain't I putting Creepshow on this program. I don't know what you're talking. about. I understand getting getting even with Dad. That mm. that makes sense. That might even be a stay tuned. Also, I mean, I just feel like it'd be a tough episode to do because I'd be talking about that Macaulay's bad haircut the whole time. Like I don't know if I could get to the plot. You could get lost in that hair. It's such grease. <laughs> Is he supposed to be homeless in that movie? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so, though. But I, I mean, on the on the poster, he did look homeless. What is the similar film with JTT and Chevy Chase? Man of the House. Yeah. Boy, howdy, that sucked, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we will get back to Three Men and a Baby some other time. So this was not on our radar, but it was, it was in that always. It, it, we have a couple of these in case of emergency break glass movies because the last time this happened we did visiting hours which that was, was well i will say the story behind visiting hours was like what the fuck else is on netflix <laughs> we didn't even know what that movie was <laughs> yeah. and what a treasure it turned i mean, out I to mean be. It, we do have this like hellfish bonanza thing going on <laughs> where whenever there is a a real emergency like this we go out into the middle of the ocean we drudge up a big <laughs> chest Full of shitty DVDs. Yes. And we're like, we always meant to get these at the end of our lives. And this is how we're going to go out. But no, we have to use one now. So today, Double Dragon from 1994, directed by James Yukich. Uh, you may know him from directing all sorts of weird concert films. Oh, really? And the video for Modern Love. Yeah, he directed the Modern Love video, but he's directed a lot of like, Phil Collins, live and bald, and like <laughs> like those like things that you see, like you could get them for three dollars on DVD, I, but yeah, who could care? Iron Maiden, deader than you. <laughs> yeah, that's another one that's on there. So this guy somehow got to direct a major motion, but well, a motion picture, it's, and it was the Double Dragon adaptation, and uh, it's a it's a radio show, so I'm doing air quotes with my air team. quotes over the whole fucking thing, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh my god, this. This is, I think I made a joke a couple weeks ago that, like, I, Frankenstein isn't technically a movie. Yeah. yeah. Double Dragon no, isn't no. technically a movie. This is embarrassing. Scenes. Uh, an assortment of scenes. Someone captured movements and talking with a camera <laughs> and called it Double Dragon. It makes, like, Mortal Kombat look like the lives of others. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> it looks like a really studied drama of people. Man. It does it does bring into question like what is the best video game adaptation of all time? It's certainly not Double Dragon. <laughs> no. Really, really not. <laughs> I mean, I think this actually casts Mario Brothers in a very nice light. I was sitting the whole time thinking like 
I wish I was watching Mario Brothers. Yeah. I know Mario Brothers is better. I've seen, like, I've willingly rewatched Mario Brothers yeah. multiple times. I've gone and seen friends of ours riff Mario Brothers live. Like, I've done all that for, for the Mario Brothers movie. I will do shit for this movie. I will <laughs> never watch this movie again. Well, I mean, really, the different—they're both overthought to death. Mm-hmm. And like, where, whereas a little thinking will do, i.e., the Mortal Kombat movie. You know, you go into this weird direction that no one could ever want to be in. And but it works with Mortal Kombat, though. It does. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, Mortal Kombat's like pretty much the game. You know, what I mean? this is like, yeah. oh, and then it's a different world. But the the weird problem, the the major problem is the actors, like. Mortal oh. Com- uh, sorry, Mario Brothers has legendary actors in it. Yeah. Like actual honest-to-goodness legends in oh, it. Dennis yeah. the fuck Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Hoskins, rest in peace. Dennis Hopper, rest, rest in peace, peace as well. Yeah, I mean, but- John Logazama, re- oh, oh, not yet. <laughs> not not just, quite yeah. yet. Uh, never mind. Um, but this, I mean, the best you got is Robert Patrick, which when... That's not a good sign. No. When push comes to shove, that's not a good sign. He he gave an iconic performance in a in a in a movie that is a classic. Yeah, but like this is like right at the end of that. Like he was yeah. milking that fucking thing for a while. You're totally right. And I think if anything, this was like, you know, it's ninety-four. If this happens, it's like, let's be quiet until they put you on the X Files in a few years. And it's well, you're a good three years off from like Rosewood and Copland, where he kind of find found his yeah, footing. Yeah, that's true. I forgot he's in Copland. He's good in Copland. He's good in Rosewood, playing a racist, I believe. Yeah, he plays yeah. a racist a lot. I think technically this character is a racist, probably. <laughs> I, do, I, I mean, it's not it. it's not in there anywhere, but he's probably the vernacular a isn't really there. But yeah, he's he he could probably be a mean sort. I guess I just get a racist vibe from Robert Patrick, which is probably unfair. <laughs> it's a bit unfair, but no, I think you're not. He's playing the night. I just rewatched for the show, not rewatched, watched uh, the Endless Love remake. There's an Endless Love remake. Yeah, man. Is that the movie where the what? yeah the hold on kids are fucking in the trailer? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> That's how you describe a movie. <laughs> yeah, the kids are fucking in the trailer. <laughs> it's it's the movie where it's the trailer's like sexy time, and then like like it's I don't even like nobody's in it except for Robert Patrick and Bruce. Uh, not, I almost said Bruce Dern, but Bruce Falange. <laughs> I also wanted to say Bruce McCulloch, but that's oh. not right either. <laughs> Crap! What is his name? From uh, I don't know what his name <laughs> is. <laughs> from uh, from Meek's Cutoff, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. My God. Oh, I think it's Endless Love. There was an Endless Love remake, and it came out this year. Yes, I did. I was looking at it for 2015 for the best worst 2015. Oh, and he's yeah. playing like. Uh, the bad boy sensitive father, but I'm like, is this guy racist? Like, you know what I mean? It just, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't, it's always like, oh, is he racist or not? <laughs> it could be racist. Is dog oh, you're racist? Right. Yeah, now I'm remembering it. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. The kids are fucking in the trailer, yeah. man. Yeah, they are, but that's not what I would say about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so Double Dragon, we're living in a post-quake There's a motorcycle. A po- maybe, maybe, maybe there was a post-quake. Quake, a- yeah. Uh, in New Angeles. It's a post-quake apocalypse, by the way. In 2007. Not- 2007. So here's a, you know, that not-too-distant future that's just now we're seven years outside of it, and it looks silly. Yeah, it yep, because we put too, to put too fine a point on things. <laughs> what you know? they don't put too fine a point on? 
and it's actually really lazy and obnoxious. Is the beginning of this movie like you got the prologue, and it just it starts off. It's like a nice like valley, and there's a river, and it just the text says. Eh, somewhere in China. <laughs> I love yeah. somewhere in China. Like, you can do somewhere in the distant future. Like, yeah. you can use it with time. Yeah. You can't use it with geography. And it's nope. one of the biggest countries on the fucking planet. Nobody's going to call you out either. <laughs> exactly. Just fucking pick a place in the map. That's not a Beijing suburb. <laughs> yeah, just- like, come on. Even, you know, that's that's even better. Like, 50 miles out of Beijing. That's a little classy. You yeah. know And it's I mean? also, it gives it a little bit of, like, military flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is kind of like you know, the, this mercenary team is going to this village and torturing all these monks, which is what we're watching, because they're looking for a medallion. Yeah. Get ready to hear medallion an awful lot in this episode because they say it at least 98,000 times in this movie. We're looking for one piece of jewelry. Give it. <laughs> Where's the where's the other half of my jewelry? Or call it an amulet every now and yeah. again? What's the difference between an amulet and a medallion? Not much. And they're both <laughs> in the same, like, top drawer MacGuffin kind of, like, I don't know. What the fuck are they looking for in this movie? Go in the top drawer. What do you got there? I got an amulet and a medallion. Uh, let's go medallion. <laughs> it's so, you know what? Medallion sounds more Asian. <laughs> A little more of a Chinese ring to it. <laughs> Amulets got more of the King Arthur flair. Exactly. Yeah. Amulets are a little more medieval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we start out. There's this mystical medallion narration. We're, t- we're being told all about the double dragon medallion. Just, and it was fucking split in half. And this side does this and this side does that. Whoopty fuck. <laughs> I mean, was that from the game? Was there a medallion in the game? No, oh, the, I don't believe the, so. Not. I mean, that's the thing. Of course not. This is where, I mean, the game literally, and correct me if I'm wrong, listening audience, it's about a woman who gets punched in the stomach and they get kidnapped, and these dudes are out to find her before she gets cut up. That's yeah. all like, it that's, is. Like, I'm sorry, heroes, but your princess is in another back alley. Also known as two tough dudes. Like, <laughs> yes. That's just the movies. Two tough dudes. Why? They're punching and kicking the game yeah. with denim cut-off fucking jackets. Yeah. Big thank you, Steve. Bandanas. Where are the bandanas? <laughs> Like, it's, why is it this? I was thinking about this before. Like, you can make a cool movie about like guys in their early twenties who are just shit heel fuckheads, and somebody messes with their lady, and they start like make it like the raid almost. You know what I mean? We're in a yeah. building, maybe we're just or we're just following them on this one trail to beat the shit out it's of somebody. A fighting game, give me a fighting movie. <laughs> and how cool would it be if they were kind of like. You know, uh, uh, like, I don't want to say unreliable narrators, but, you know, like, uh, not so great protagonist. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're a little bit of like an anti-hero bunch of guys. You right? don't know if you want to like, the, yeah, it's like the guy from Drive Times 2, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ryan Gosling playing both roles, maybe. Two dickheads and a chick that got punched in the stomach. That's the name of this game. I don't know. I trust Ryan Gosling and Drive a whole lot more. And I would enjoy his company a lot more than fucking Scott Wolf in this movie. Oh, you know why? Because if you're hanging out with driver okay all you're doing is sitting in the car you got the lakers game on the radio and you may or may not assist in a bank robbery if you're with scott wolf you got the fucking yip yip yapping the whole time the gates let it all out and he i know the whole thing right he's got to be the funny man up against mark DeCoscos. like he's more the serious guy but this is way more of a Bill and Ted relationship than I think they realize. Yeah. They're both fucking morons. They're both very stupid. And, like, DeCosco is kind of doing uh, doing very much Keanu Reeves in Bill and Ted. Yeah. He's got the, oh, hello. You know, like, he's doing yeah. it. 
He's really trying to do like a California surfer voice. Which is different than we've seen him before in Only the Strong. I think we're the only podcast in history that's done both Mark DeCosco's movies. Hey, you know what? We hate movies, man, setting all sorts of records. Yeah, Don't yeah. you forget it. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> where the ego comes from with us. <laughs> yep. That's where our huge egos come from. I'm going to take a bite into this huge taco I'm eating. So they're in a... Oh, wait. So let's finish the monk slaughtering first before we get to these guys. So this woman's going around killing all these monks and other assorted Asian people. It's kind of like the beginning of that latest Rambo movie. Yeah. They're just fucking up this village, really like rape and pillage situation. And I think if you look closely, you could see surf ninjas being filmed. Actually, like, <laughs> like it's on the same, it is in the same back lot. Like they're using both ends of the courtyard. Rob Schneider's sitting on a bench eating a sandwich <laughs> quietly. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm in the shot. I guess I'm in both <laughs> these movies now. Hey, all right. Can I get paid for this? <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, I, I kind of yeah. want to cut away to like a Michael J. Fox and Casualties of War kind of thing. <laughs> just just crying no! at all the horror that he's seen. <laughs> no, hold him back. No. <laughs> well, so like these people are going around. Where's the amulet? Or where's the medallion? No, they're definitely not saying amulet. They're no. saying medallion. No, medallion. Where's the medallion? Where's this medallion? Where's the fucking money, Lebowski? <laughs> like he's looking for this thing. And this one, like, shrouded agent of doom, like, follows this monk into a cave. We then enter what looks like the set of Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Olmec's there guarding this fucking medallion. But the medallion is just on this fucking statue in the middle of the room. Yeah, it's really not. For a thing that's, like, so rare and could possibly bring about the apocalypse, yeah. you're really just leaving it out in the open. Way to go, monks. Hellfish Bonanza. Put it in the trunk and sink it <laughs> into what, the deepest part of the river. Yep. I never understand. Like, bury it. Just bear, have one guy go out there, bury it somewhere, and not mark it. He'll and then never find shoot it. that guy. No one will ever exactly. find it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Either kill him or make the oldest man in the village do it, and yeah. he dies like a week later. Yeah. That that works. Then then we don't have any of Robert Patrick's doings. Yep. You wouldn't. He would. Or his fucking special effects. <sighs> you want to call them special effects, Chris? They're... I think if there was ever a time where we could just call them effects. <laughs> Yeah, it would be this time. It's a, these are moderate special. effects. Moderate effects. Things that are there and look like things. <laughs> part of the shot that's not actually people. There, that's it. <laughs> Just the, the, they are or part the of, table. <laughs> or the table. <laughs> so this agent finds the medallion and like kills this monk or whatever. And then it's like they take off their helmet and it's dun dun dun. It's a woman. Oh no. One of the worst actresses in history, by the way. She's rancid. I have no idea who this person is. I hope she never acted again. I noticed she was in she she did General Hospital apparently, and that'll come up. Next. That makes sense. sense. A little later in the movie when they wink at you. They do <sighs> a wink. They do a couple do of a few, winks. yeah. Oh, a lot of big winks. Yes. This wink this movie's got so many winks, I thought it was having a seizure. <laughs> It's insane, all the winking. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of it's at the back, too. It's like scrunched up into it one really, ball. They just throw it all in your face at the end. So she's got this medallion, whoop-de-doo, double dragon the movie. And then we cut to the Lee brothers who are in a fighting tournament. and An just underground the... karate tournament, question mark? Like, there seems For to... what? What is the little person <laughs> jacking up? What is that? Because do? of the quakes. Oh, yep, so... This world that we know now uh -huh. is so unstable because there's constant 
aftershocks from this like world altering earthquake. Sure. That most buildings need to be supported by jacks, like little like oh, big, I see. like yeah. big versions of your car oh, jack. I get yeah. it now. Okay. So this this little person is manning the jack that's keeping this fighting arena up is what's happening. Just do it outside then at that point. Yeah, fight in the street. Well, no, because the whole thing is there's like a weird curfew. Which and we we'll don't want to, you know, be like the game. No, Why you would you want to do that? Fight in the street or fight in a fucking alley like you should, god damn it. Nobody breaks a crate in this movie. Not a single... A trash can isn't disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> they actually... They make a point to fight around trash cans in this movie. Please don't upset the apple cart. Or, like, yeah, knives. There's always knives in that game where you throw them at people and they yep. fucking stab them. Like, and, that's what I want. And by the way, the double dragon in the goddamn game was their fucking tattoo. Yep. Oh, Why yeah. Why not just have the goddamn tattoo? And You're right. They were kind of rednecks, and yeah. I liked it. That's the thing. This movie should have been holy balls white guy karate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not that. No one in this movie has a mustache. No, and it's enough. sickening. The white guy doing karate, which is Scott Wolf, I mean, man oh man, this guy couldn't do anything. I mean, there are ways to fake things. Yeah. And then there are ways to not fake things. The way in which they don't fake Scott Wolf doing karate in this movie is very successful. There was like a good two months, and this frustrated like black belt instructor <laughs> had to deal with this shit. He was getting paid, and yeah. that's okay. And you know, you put it away for the kid's education and whatever. But holy man, was he just banging his head on a wall? White guy karate master Hatchet McCoy was getting really upset <laughs> at Scott Wolf's inability to do any kind of fighting move. Why, why would we just get an Asian guy to do karate? They, they had to hire the white guy. No, that was the prestige man. They uh, thought they were making a white guy karate movie. Oh, you got to get a white guy karate and instructor. Every, and he definitely has to have a mullet. This is how you grow your hair and face <laughs> out. No, you want to get the leg higher with. The, this is a spin kick. You have to spin. The trick is to do the spin kick, make contact successfully, and not spill your beer. (laughs) You're doing it all wrong, Wolf. You're getting beer all over the place, damn it. There is no light beer in this dojo. (laughs) (laughs) I could kick your ass while reading Field and Stream. So, yeah, it's not white guy karate. He's terrible at it. I don't think he could get his fucking foot above his waist. No, he really couldn't. Even I can do that. And, I mean, the problem is also, like, if you're going to have one guy that doesn't do karate, almost you got to mirror it with the other guy. Because then you have Mark DeCoscos next to him doing all the high kicks, low kicks, and they're supposed to kind of be as good as as each other. Yeah, they they are. I mean, they're supposed to be like a fighting team that does these underground matches or whatever. And Mark DeCoscos is pulling the weight of the Double Dragon Brothers. Well, he's being sabotaged. Yes. By Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf blows it for in him. In this You're tournament, right. he is like doing well. Like they are actually they're making some gain on their opponents. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, fucking Scott Wolf gets into this fucking fight and starts giving this motherfucker noogies. Jumps on his back and gives him a noogie. And guess what? They get disqualified. Wow, surprise. Yep. What? Guess what? You're what not ever. You're not allowed to fight like olive oil in a fighting tournament, all right? You're not allowed to jump on someone's back. He should be really embarrassed that that's what he did. <laughs> he really he should be kicked off of the Lee team. And they've then they have their adopted mother who is like their coach, manager, trainer, whatever, who Sl- just has this world-ending amulet I know, I know. hanging around her neck for what had to be a few years. Don't take that shit out in public. No. Or at least put it under your shirt. I mean, again, we're 
in a post-apocalyptic world, I think gold is probably valuable. At the very oh, possible. yeah. It's pretty possible. Listen, if you walk by somebody in a post-apocalyptic society and you see gold jewelry dangling from them, and then you look closer, and that gold jewelry is clearly one half of a bigger piece of something, that means something. Mm-hmm. You are instantly thinking about robbing that person. And no one in this movie ever tucks the medallion inside their shirt. It's out at all times. Whenever these medallions change hands, everybody is just leaving it out for everyone to fucking see. Or Pe- un- unnecessarily taking it off and leaving it on a table somewhere. <laughs> just for the shit of it, too. Yeah. Like, um, long day, I'm trying to take the shirt off, got a shower. Just throw it here. Yeah. Listen, you could probably take that magical medallion in the shower. Soap's not going to do anything to it. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. The rust might, you know, might not be able to end the world. Then. That would be awesome if he t- Scott Wolf takes the medallion in the shower with him and it just like disintegrates. End of movie. I mean, that's just as good. Just get rid of it. Make yeah. sure it can't be found. Well, that's the, that's the thing that they never do. They, they're like, oh, my God, if, if he gets both halves, we better hold on to it. Like, no, no, no. Just fuck again. Bury it somewhere. Just bury it. Bury oh. it forever. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know where I buried it. Melt it down. You can do that with mm-hmm. gold. Send it to cash for gold. <laughs> they won't know what it is. They'll melt it down. That's the end of it. Give no you more magic. $70 for it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say it's a double dragon amulet, you can get 80 bucks. Probably, yeah. You, 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 you could talk him into 80 say bucks. Say it was your father's. He just passed away. They might go bump you up to the, ni- the full hundred. Oh, it looks Chinese and mystical, huh? Hundred bucks. Amulets are 80. Medallions <laughs> are 100. So they lose this match. They get disqualified. They're actually fighting two guys who look more appropriate to be starring in a double dragon yep, movie, yeah. which is the no, best they part. would they are double dragon. I think they just forgot who they were shooting. <laughs> they're like they're like three weeks into the shoot, like, wait a second. What happened to Ray and Billy? Is that Scott Wolf? What the <laughs> fuck's going on? Well, the the hair on Scott what's his face? Mark DeCosco just again has a Keanu Reeves kind of a mop top going on. Yeah. Yeah. But Scott Wolf has this tousled hair that I just, you got, you got to, I want to just buzz it all off his head. It looks like his uncle is constantly, ah, how you doing, Scotty? Yeah, I wanted to reach through the TV and go, and just tussle that shit. Cause he's a short little guy and he's walking around and he's just got this tussled hair. You ready for prom? <laughs> You're a big boy. It's just like fucking comb that shit to the side. Put some product in there. You're in a fighting championship match right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Have some self-respect. Slick it back for all I care. Look tough, motherfucker. You're fighting somebody. <laughs> exactly. Don't look like a Boy Scout. Boy Scouts don't underground fight. So they're in a garbage car powered by garbage. <laughs> Stolen straight from Back to the Future, by the way. Now, here's the thing. Again, Double Dragon, almost zero premise. Somebody punches this broad in the stomach and we're out to fucking kill him. That's like it. <laughs> That's, That's it? That's yeah. the entire game. That's it. This, the premise gets more involved and more involved, and there are conceits upon conceits. Oh, there is atmosphere <laughs> going on in this fucking movie. They, 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 and they pull a rope. We were talking about how this RoboCop shit. Yeah. In this movie. Right after the tournament, they go straight to a Jack City uh, commercial. Where oh, it's these two yeah. assholes. One looks like Captain Lou Albano from the Mario Brothers cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And like I'd, it's a I'd buy that for a dollar type like gag gag yeah. thing. And like one thing, okay. So the quakes have destroyed the world. Sure, yeah. The oceans and the lakes are nothing but radioactivity and gasoline and God knows what else. Probably a lot of pee in there and poop. Too, These guys 
apparently, but there's still football games. Yeah, there's still football games. There's still television. Well, listen, we can't just roll over and die when an earthquake <laughs> happens. Society <laughs> must go on. We need our VR video games. But, and I, well, I will say, it's not like this earthquake has just happened. This is set in 2007, and they say that seven years ago the earthquake hit, which, by the way, Y2K panic. Oh. It fucking happened. <laughs> Thanks a lot, computers. But why isn't uh, what I don't understand is why haven't we gone to the escape from L.A. type future in this situation? Maybe because we're, we'll get there. Like we're okay. trying to rebuild uh, society. Yeah. We're trying to pretend like nothing happened. You know, but yeah. it's like nine eleven, man. You can't go back from that. It's a different America. It is. It's a very different America where apparently in New Angeles, the cops. <laughs> New Angeles. I hate saying it all God the time. God damn it. <laughs> and you know what? You're not a manga. You can't say ne- Neo Tokyo sounds so fucking cool. And it's always Neo Tokyo. Yeah. Because yep. it's Neo Tokyo. What New, else would it be? New Angeles sounds like dog shit. And old New York <laughs> as well. Or No, I'm sorry. It's just old York. <laughs> old York. Does everybody get it? Is old is what present Boston is. (laughs) So what happened to New York? Did everything get nuclear bombed except Lincoln Center? And it's just Lincoln Center and the areas around it and McSorley's and McSorley's old York, and that's where that's where you go. Jesus Christ! So yeah, they're driving around in a garbage car. Well, it's 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 a station wagon powered by garbage that they burn. And they've got like a Batman, Batmobile flame out the back. Yeah, it's like Scott Wolf is throwing like junk mail into this like compressor. It's kind of like a fucking coal operated train in a way. Well, it's it's Back to the Future too, is what it is. Yeah, he's yeah. throwing garbage in this thing and it's powering the car. And yeah. then like you know the exhaust is a bunch of flames because boy doesn't that look cool. I will say this about this movie: someone aimed really high while budgeting for the explosions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they put money into it. For no reason. I mean, they are pretty great. They're yeah. real explosions, but the thing I remember most about this movie. Yep. Do, do you think that the producer wanted Matthew Fox for this movie? He's like, give me that guy from Party of Five, and they're like, oh, the the short one. No, what are you stupid? The tall one. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay, we'll get Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and they go. He finds out that like Scott Wolf is like two grand cheaper, and he's like, hey, that's a lot. That of, works. A lot more C four I could buy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Matthew Fox would have turned it down, though, considering no. he did that Speed Racer movie. No. That's just as dumb as this. Yeah, he's not, you know. It's a lot more fun, though. It is a lot more fun. And John Goodman also says, Ninja, more like Nanja, after he murders a man. <laughs> Which he throws a man out a window, and you hear him <laughs> fall to his death because they live in like a fucking Cloud City type place. Yeah. And then he goes, Ninja. More like Nanja. Well, I, I mean, like, it's a Wasikowski movie after fucking Matrix, so it has to have zero tone. <laughs> you don't want that tone in there. So you're driving around. You're driving around, and then again, because Scott Wolf is the asshole in this movie, is like, oh, cool, a pretty girl, pull over. And he's like, dude, we're in the middle of, you know, uh, the the woman calls them gang bait, which is a weird thing yeah. to say. Yeah, that's a that, gang bait is a website you shouldn't go to at work. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. that's not. what that sounds like. Yeah, wipe your history if you have. <laughs> gang bait is a website the government is aware that you've been to, even in your own home. They won't make contact with you if you go there, but they will pay attention to how many times <laughs> a week you visit the website. Yeah, the volume of your downloads. This yeah. is this is all stuff they want to know. 
But it's you're right. It's like, oh, hey, look, a girl. Why don't you pull over so I can do something about it? Yeah, it's like, shut up, you little turd. <laughs> and then it turns out to be a man in drag. Yeah, and that's a, that's the first of many warriors esque gangs that we encounter. It's like the cross dressers is the name of this gang or something. And they're like, oh no, it's it's them. And then the clowns come out. There are clowns. There's a clown gang. There's like an acrobat gang. There's the- a mailman gang. <sighs> They just throw themselves off buildings for no reason. Well, suicide, you know, they're going postal. That's oh, yes. Well, yeah, I suppose that's true. So. But the main one, the main gang yeah. is the Mohawks. Right. And the guy looks like one of the members of Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of, the, the thing, again, and we said this is animation damnation. It reminded me of Blade, of, uh, not Blade, Ro- the Road Warrior, because it's this big dude and this little, like, scrappy, like, little sidekick. Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of, it's like, what are we doing in this, what are we getting up to in this van at night? And- <laughs> Who's gang bait in this situation? Let me tell you, whatever the answer is, it's the same way every time. Also, you were saying the scrawny guy played the Anthony Michael Hall character in the Weird Science TV show? Yeah. Nice. And the, is it a Bobo or a Dobo? It's a Bobo. A Bobo. I feel like 10% stupider every time I say that name. You are. Bobo. It's a Bobo. A Bobo. It's something a Bobo. It's like... Da a bobo or something really fucking stupid. Speaking of Escape from L.A., he's the guy who beheads people in the stadium. And uh, oh, Escape really? From LA. Yeah, he's got the big uh, garden shears. Oh shit! Yeah, well, it's nice guy. to know he kept working. A bobo yeah. also is a name from the gang- game. The, the, this movie is it does it does its little doffs of the hat every so often. Yeah, it yeah. makes sure to get its characters in, even though like in some cases it's not accurate at all. Like. Uh, Alyssa Milano's character is the girlfriend who gets punched in the stomach in the game. Yeah. It is the catalyst for all the double dragoning that happens. Which, again, I mean, I'm glad that the the movie's not about a woman getting punched in the stomach and, you know, carried over her shoulder like garbage. She still gets the shit beat out of her <laughs> yeah, in this she movie, does. though. But she's also, like, the head of Discovery Zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the manager of Discovery Zone. So, oh. so a Bobo, and they get into a big fight, and they do a stupid car chase that goes on forever. It's one of the slowest car chases in history. Like, you thought the car chase in Mitchell was slow? This is just a crawl, and most of it is bad video game effects. And it's soundtracked to that fucking song from the Fear trailer. Uh, like the... Really? The Charleston? Yes. Weird thing about Fear is uh, <laughs> yeah. Mark Wahlberg was doing the Charleston uh, in the trailer for it. The soundtrack to this movie is terrible. And this whatever the song is like at the end is one of the worst. Like, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> and you're just like fucking eat shit and die. Well, it's all like Savage Garden B-sides. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just. It's the stuff in the 90s that you like it wasn't grunge and it wasn't dance music. It was like almost what pop punk became sort of. But it was more like emotional like every everybody's music video was them singing in the rain. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You know, speaking of Savage Garden or like and this one was more of a stabbing westward type song. In fact, oh. it might have been stabbing westward now that I think about no, it. No, it's a band at least the end credits cuz like I got to see who sang this piece of shit. It's some <laughs> band called The Fam. Yeah. Yeah, no. Great. So they run, you know, the the Abobos drive him down to Alyssa Milano's joint, and they're all 
they are from Nickelodeon. Like they are. It's like the the gang is the the acting troupe from Roundhouse. Dude, I was just gonna say they look like the Roundhouse cast because they all come out and they're all scrappy dudes and doing like cartwheels and like. <laughs> High-fiving each other and smiling. Whole lot of flannel shirts going on. Mm. I mean, the whole thing is they are like this vigilante like action group that's here to take back the streets. Because the whole like the whole sort of relationship that we have now as a society, at least in New Angeles, ugh, is the gangs have a truce with the police department that says during the day everybody's law-abiding and the police department can go out on the street and do their thing and hold the peace but once the sun goes down it's like it's like the uh what is that shit the purge i was like the pledge that's a bad movie with jack nicholson (laughs) the purge right like now the gangs come out and if you're caught out after dark we'll get ready to get raped yeah it's new fuck city after after dark it's like (laughs) it's new angeles during the day but new fuck city at night man and all the cops are like oh boy the sun's going down we better get out of here and it's a truce they have with the gangs and it's totally okay i guess and because i guess all federal law is gone question i don't know i mean they say the feds aren't helping listen none of it is real none of it (laughs) makes sense it's all bullshit if this thing's holding on by a thread it's it's what's going on in the middle of the country is my question are we just adding unnecessary prefixes to everything then is it like Middle Wichita and like <laughs> upper, San Delaware, like, Upper Utah. Now we definitely have an Upper Utah. I feel is what happened. Yeah. The Dakotas are now just one. <laughs> just one Dakota. We left. just joined that together. We f- we fixed that. Uh, yeah, totally. Old Oregon. I mean, pretty Chicago. That's uh, Chicago made it through the apocalypse fine. Thank God. There was some flooding because the lake was right there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, well, that's the thing, though. Whenever you see this shit, like these movies and the, the the Carpenter escape movies are the same thing. We don't address Middle America. No, no. it's like Florida sank. California broke off the continent. New York is kind of underwater too. Like that's always what happens. At least Judge Dredd has the, the stones to call it the cursed earth. I mean, you that's know? what that's what we call it now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, okay, so it is it is just a wasteland of crime. It's just like hell on earth. Yeah. And Alyssa Milano, she is uh, the head of what is looks like like the troop that came to your high school and told you to like not smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, told it's, you to not like respect your mother. It's up with people, yeah. and their na- the name is the same thing. It's called the Power Corps. You know, it's the Power Corps. You know what oh I mean? Like, my God. it's hey, so... we're the Power Corps, and we think that we love having a good time and doing cartwheels, but we hate smoking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking like saccharine. I can't take it. We hate crime and people who don't eat their vegetables. And I mean, like, again, <laughs> you try this shit in New Angeles. I'm wearing your fucking head as a hat. That's the thing. How how did this gang survive more than a day? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. Because it's all just built up with the biggest fucking fat pussies you've ever seen. Well, because apparently guns don't exist. Knives don't exist. Baseball fucking bats don't exist. There's no weapons in this world, which is really strange. Because it's a fucking Double Dragon movie. <laughs> There's... Were there guns in Double Dragon? There were definitely knives that you there were There were definitely chains. There were chains. People were oh, definitely yeah. hitting it was with baseball chains. bats. I mean, it was a violent game, man. And this is a PG-13 just kind of... It's, it's Did surf- this get a PG-13 oh, maybe not. for maybe just, what? Maybe. <laughs> oh, uh, Robert Patrick says shit at the end for no reason. Because I guess at the end they tell him he's in Double Dragon. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's like, ah, oh, shit. But there's definitely edited out cursing, though. Yeah. Like when the when the Double Dragon Boys go to use shit, it's they're like, oh, and then there's like, <laughs> and you know that they said shit, and then Robert Patrick's like, well, you got that right. <laughs> now I'm paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I'm the devil. <laughs> Can we just talk about this character of his? Well, his name, unfortunately, <laughs> is Kokushugo. Or, or Kogushuko. Shuko? Kogushuko? Yes. Kogushuko. I, think, I think is what it is. That's just rolls. Why isn't he fucking Venom? Like Ted Venom. Or, you know, like <laughs> Barry Snakes or something. You know, like. Ah, Ted Venom. Do you need insurance? <laughs> you will. <laughs> That's a great line. Like, do you have life insurance? No. Well, you better get some. And then he starts chasing you with a chainsaw. And Barry Snakes is the guy that fingers you on a plane. <laughs> Man or woman, he's just going to finger you on a plane. I just got snakes on a plane. <laughs> oh, you poor man. Come right this way. It's just, there's, it's like, oh, we do have one more seat in first class that is free. And like, oh, really? Uh, it's next to Barry Snakes. Though. I'll stand. <laughs> Slippery snake. Can they call I stand him. on this plane? Please? I'll sit on somebody's lap. It's fine. There's someone on this plane that's threatened <laughs> to finger someone every 20 minutes. And I'm going to get to the fucking bottom of it as boringly and as slowly as fucking humanly possible. Liam Neeson stars in Fingered on a Plane. It can't be Barry's finger stop. <laughs> I went to the bathroom and I didn't know I was getting fingered until it was over and I have been fingered. That's a great way to finger someone. You don't know you're getting fucking fingered till it's too late. Unbelievable stress reliever. Wait, then, then it sounds like Liam Neeson's on the side of Barry Snakes. <laughs> well, I mean, Barry Snakes. I mean, that's the twist. <laughs> I was in bed with Barry the whole time. <laughs> getting fingered on a plane. It can't be sexual, because he does it to everybody. <laughs> Man, women, or horse. Pathology, <laughs> Louise. Pathology. That's a way better movie than nonstop ever dreamed it could be. It's a better movie than most movies I've ever seen. It's better than Double Dragon. It's better than Double Dragon. So Robert Patrick is a big business so-and-so. He has the lowest of goals. As, like, the lead villain, right? Like, he's already a supremely powerful businessman. His office is in a big Donald Trump-type tower. He's got an army of minions. But he wants this medallion so he can... This is great. Control the city of New Angeles. He already does! That's all... That's it? He already does! It's already... There are... I have to talk about this one shot. There's this shot in Alyssa Milano. She, her father is the chief of police, or is just one of the big police. He's the, he's the chief. Okay. So there's a shot in their uh, house, and there's a box of Rice Krispies. Oh, yeah. Except for it's not Kellogg's Rice Krispies. It's Shuko brand Rice Krispies, and they literally just put a sticker that says <laughs> Shuko on the fucking thing. And... Snap, Crackle, and Pop have Robert Patrick's sunglasses on, <laughs> on this box. So he's pretty successful already. Yeah. We, we, yeah, again, we have to talk about how he looks. Shuko brand. He's got a, uh, a Johnny Bravo haircut. Which yeah. Is, which is ice blonde, yeah. really high up, kind of a Kramer, but it's like slicked back almost. It's like if Kramer like combed his hair. Yeah. I mean, like this guy would be, this haircut belongs in a David Lynch movie. 
Like for sure, yeah. he could be the son of Jack Nance. He re- he really could, <laughs> and he's got like you know he's got like a little black at the bottom, like the roots are coming in because he wants them to. God damn it! Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him that he's got to touch that up. They're right where he wants them to be. The problem though is he's wearing a suit jacket that has zippers all over it, and that yeah. to me screams weird fetishist. Like not 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 even a fun one. Like a weird guy. Like 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 like, like a real. Barry Snakes kind of guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's in those? Are they pockets? Or is it just like zippers and it's like well, if you unzipped it, it's just his flesh well, it's underneath. like a hoodie? Like the, the, the zipper's in front. There's a, zipper, there's a zipper in the back, my friend. Is there a zipper in oh, the back? Oh, yeah. Like, well, that's so like his, his, his fucking yeah. demon wings can come out. <laughs> I see. Because he's that right under, evil. Yeah. Oh, he is pretty evil. But, I mean, he wants to... He keeps... He says it like six times. Like, then I'll have control of this city. You run it, dude. You've got fucking snap, crackle, and pop under your thumb. You run it. The food is owned by you. <laughs> the, f- oh, the food that they eat. So you could literally just say, I'm not going to give you food anymore and kill everybody. It's like Hitler brand snack cakes. Like, you won, man. <laughs> You're at the top. Like, so technically, all you want is this piece of jewelry. Well, he's already got the one, which, I mean, there are two pieces of medallion. One is the medallion of the soul, and one is the medallion of the body. So let's explain what that means. I I don't know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, you walked right point. into it, say that, because nobody fucking cares. The the medallion of the soul turns you into a shadow. Yeah, you turn into uh, the the hell demons from Ghost. <laughs> yep. You put that medallion on and someone goes, you're dead, Willie, and a bunch of shadows fucking pull you into the ground. But first you turn into the holes from Roger Rabbit. Like, it's yeah. just... <laughs> Like, because he gets all flat and flippy and floppy, yes. and then he just turns into a regular shadow. And it's I, so bad. And I'm pretty sure, d- in one shot at least, they have, like, the saw bending sound. Yeah. Like, whoa, 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 they, whoa, They definitely do, because it's, like, the first time that he does it, and he's, like, trying to catch his balance. And someone in the Foley studio is just bending a saw <laughs> in front of a microphone. And speaking of Roger Rabbit, he looks like when, after uh, the villain gets... Oh, Christopher Lloyd gets yeah, yeah it's when the flat. judge stands up. That's exactly what yeah. he looks like. He looks like the judge, baby. You're just fucking cribbing movies left and right, Double Dragon. It's sickening. And how, I mean, like, it's kind of a cool power. Like, I can't turn into a shadow. You but, know, like, nobody in this room can turn into a I shadow. tried several times. But I feel <laughs> like that's a couple of notches lower than the ultimate power in the universe, right? Like, by a hundred. But it's like... Not only do you turn into a shadow and you can like zip all around the place, you can go inside people and possess them. Oh, that's yeah. the big, which is very sadly like. So in this movie, Robert Patrick turns into a weird, slippery substance and then turns into different characters, huh? What's so, that from? I don't know. That movie, maybe uh, Terminator 2? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> His most iconic role. Yeah, you're totally right. He like turns into a shiny thing that's slippery and slidey and fun to look at, yep. and then he's somebody. Another actor's doing his lines, t- and then he can turn into things. Yeah, you're totally right. Although this is what I wasn't sure of, and I don't know if I mean I wouldn't be shocked if the film didn't stay consistent. But when he goes into people, isn't it Robert Patrick's voice over them? Or is it sometimes Robert Patrick's voice, or is it sometimes the actor he turns it on? Like have, when he's found out, yeah, it goes into his voice. Oh, you're you're right because he does. There's one part where he goes into Mark Dacascos and it's Mark Dacascos talking. You're totally right. Oh man, and he's like the wor- like. <laughs> here's the joke. He's the worst actor ever. <laughs> um, because like, why wouldn't you just like 
and I guess it's just him being pompous, but like he immediately goes into somebody and then they act like the most stilted wooden person in the world. And also Evel. Like he's, yeah. he can't not be evil for five seconds. Yeah, no, he goes inside somebody and then that person just goes, <laughs> So he finds out that the Lee brothers have this. Uh, the, a, a Bobo comes back and is like, oh, I almost stole this incredibly gold thing off of this woman. Uh, because yeah. she was wearing it in the Cursed Earth, and obviously I would take that off her head and her head too, <laughs> because she wasn't hiding it. And he's like, "Oh, that's the thing I'm looking. Oh, that's the thing I'm looking for." He's like, oh, oh shit! I wish you. Oh, I didn't know. Damn it! it. Was, I didn't know it was worth anything because she was really just wearing it in the middle of the fucking ghetto. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you have now, I don't know. This might be on a Bobo, and not Robert Patrick, but. You would think, like, a Bobo's, like, working for Robert Patrick for a while now, you know. Robert Patrick clearly has been talking about this yeah. medallion for a little while. That's all he talks about. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, Dr. Claw's constantly talking yeah. about Inspector Gadget, sure, right? Yeah. Like, Robert Patrick's constantly talking about this thing and how it's split in half. And a Bobo's heard this story a thousand times. He has to have, right? So when you see a Bobo, a fucking medallion split in half, oh, maybe that's the thing the boss has been talking about. Well, the, I think, but the problem is, is that fucking Robert Patrick, or I'm, I'm sorry, Shuko, <laughs> always has Lasher, who's the woman, yes. uh, with From him, the beginning. From who, the beginning. Right. Also uh, from the video game. And I think whenever she's in the room, a Bobo's just like, duh, duh look at that. That's pretty great. So the story never gets through, really. Well, it's on Shuko for not putting a picture of this in, in uh, Abobo's orientation materials. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. In the packet with the healthcare stuff. Just that's, you know, with the grid of where the bathrooms are and the fire exits. Yeah, you're Also, totally this right. is a medallion that I want you to find. Make it double sure. Just give him a tattoo of the amulet. Just, yeah, so he can just look at me like, like, oh. That looks like the thing that's been on my forearm Duh, for six what months. What am I supposed to be looking for? <laughs> so a Bobo's punishment and the audience's is to be turned into <laughs> this monster that makes me want to throw up every yeah. time. I oh, see. everywhere. It's disgusting. It's like He's like, oh, well. I have the ultimate. I'll make you the ultimate warrior. Come down to my shed. Yeah. And, and he brings him down there. And he's like, you'll, become, you'll have the strength of ten men. And he's like, well, I already do, boss. And he's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> they are called, uh, Robert Patrick says he's injecting him with sub-molecular steroids. Sure. Is what we're dealing with here. Uh, and he looks like, uh, like if you were to make an animated short about, hey, so you have ball cancer. <laughs> This is like the manifestation of ball cancer. This this guy would come out, Hi, I'm testicular cancer, and I'm going to take your life. I'm going to bully your scrotum. <laughs> Should have gotten tested. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Here I am just munching away on your testicle. Testicular oh, no, radiation. Ah! <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> But it's dis like he's bloated and it's just, he's bubbly is the problem. He like, looks like he could pop at any second, and then you just got a bobo all over yourself. And I guess he's really strong, but he's hideous, and he's like enormous, and he can't fit in things right. And when he goes through this modification, also a different actor plays the character. <laughs> what the fuck? Like I would like to think that the guy originally playing him was like. No, I'm not getting in that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You got me outside before this molecular mumbo jumbo. Fucking fire me. Mm. I'm not getting in that suit. It's disgusting. Maybe they tried to put it up. Maybe he was game for it. Yeah. And he looked at himself in the mirror and just kept throwing up and he couldn't stop. And they're like, well, Jesus, 
He, if he's not going to stop, we got to recast well, him. No, I mean, it's definitely giving you nightmares. I'm sorry. And you don't want your kids to see that. You, like, if you were to don't say, don't hey, look at me. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the thing. The 90s had a, a hard on for making me throw up, right? Like, yeah. think about nothing but trouble. That movie's fucking disgusting. All I have to do is think about Dan Aykroyd. Like, if I'm like, man, I got a little bit of like a tummy ache. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I want to take care of this before I go to bed. I just Google a picture of Dan Aykroyd in Nothing But Trouble, and I fucking throw oh, up it, everywhere. It's the John Candy baby twins for me. Uh, <laughs> that's the- oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh. who is that for? And I, when I look at a Bobo, I'm like, who is this for? Like, oh, yeah. I guess it's people that really love the Garbage Pail Kids, which also you could keep because it's fucking <laughs> gross. It's so- <laughs> All of that shit's disgusting, and I don't want to look at it for the length of a feature film. Thank you very much. I think the name, uh, there's this fucking gross fucking uh, body horror movie from the early 1990s. Called, I think it's called Society. And that's what mm. it, and it's like people can like fill up your skin like with their own fluids. Oh, and like no. nope, it nope. is and it looked exactly the end creature of society looks like this guy. Dude, I got a lot of expensive equipment in front of me. I'm going to puke all over it. <laughs> I'm going to fucking ruin the show because you're talking about that. And it's just, yeah, it's just gnarly, man. And, like, I can watch torture porn. I can watch weird horror movies. I can do it, man. I watched Visitor Q. I got through it, baby. This shit. I've seen Martyrs twice. <laughs> wow, you went for that ride twice? Yeah, man. It's, it's a good ride. You're damaged. <laughs> Steve Sadek, damaged goods. But my God, this Abobo monstrosity. And he's just everywhere in this movie. He keeps popping up when you don't want him to. And I mean, we'll get to it, but there's a part in this movie that really almost made me throw up. And it involves it. And like, really, it got, I know exactly. it got right I, I, there. I got a good idea. It, my, my, my dinner was touching my teeth again. And I was like, oh, no, I can't. <laughs> One thing about Robert Patrick's lair that I wanted to point out, because it's really cheaping out on the production design. So he's got this big room. It's like one big con- command center type thing where he conducts all of his Rice Krispie treat negotiations and whatnot, <laughs> right? So he's got this huge elevator right in the middle of the room. And it's these huge, it's like this big two-door elevator and it's big boxy shape thing, right? So it's like, ding! And he's like, oh, I think my creation, a Bobo, is here. And the doors open, and this thing is clearly just a box that the set designer made. It doesn't look a thing like an elevator. It's a room with two sliding doors that they made. It's a fucking shed. They put a shed in the middle of a room, and they were like, there's the elevator. And you can clearly see it's not an elevator. The door's open, and it's just a little room inside of a bigger room. Do you think, uh, speaking of Coco Shugo Krispies, if it's like, <laughs> if he's what, like Crackle killed Snapple and Pop? I mean, it would be some dark shit. Wait, like if they made a movie about that? Yeah, like, no, that's who, that's who he is. He used to be part of this trio. And said, I need all the power. <laughs> I need all the power and the amulets and the medallions. All the medallions and amulets and Rice Krispies I can take. Well, he does have, because he, he, when he talks to um, the princess, uh, the double dragons, I don't know. Their like, adopted mother. Mom? I don't know. She's uh, their adopted mother. Their father was murdered by Robert Patrick a while back. Oh, and by the way, in case you were wondering, yes, Mark Dacascos and Scott Wolf are indeed supposed to be biological brothers. Bullshit. <laughs> Fucking figure it out, movie. Yeah. That's not how genetics work. No, it's not. 
So what are we doing? We're still looking for this. All right, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They live in an abandoned theater, like the fucking the- Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I can't. And I mean, it's, like, here's yeah. the thing. They're lucky that this woman gets killed because sooner than later she's gonna start fucking somebody. Like, you know what? Yeah. Every like she can't be the adopted mother anymore. Everyone, she's like. And like this woman's like thirty one years old, and they give her a, a white streak in her hair. To yeah, it's like you're age. supposed to be an old lady, but oh, hey, speaking of uh, ages, everybody, uh, Mark DeCosco's playing eighteen, Scott Wolf playing seventeen. Hardy, har har. Holy why, shit! Maybe that's why they, they have the tussled up hair, you know. Like, but it's so stupid because in the video game, I don't remember anything about their ages being mentioned. They're certainly not supposed to be children. No, no. they're like forty six years old. They look like <laughs> fucking bikers. Like it's sons of anarchy people. Like it's no, 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 no. Oh man, new Double Dragon movie with Jeff Bridges and give me the other guy. Who who's the other guy? It's Jeff Bridges and Sam um, Elliott. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, nice. that's a movie I want to watch, man. <laughs> Where I thought I was retired. I guess I'll go out and karate fight. They punched my girlfriend in the stomach. <laughs> Whoa! Well. Excited Sam Elliott. Well, that's more of a excited. I was doing. Tony Stark built us in a cave <laughs> with a bunch of scraps. <laughs> that's <laughs> the best I got for Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I mean, so they they <laughs> happen upon their fucking vaudeville theater. This is what I don't get about that, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing you see, domicile-wise in this movie, is them hilariously living in this huge vaudeville theater, right? Mm-hmm. But then we cut to Alyssa Milano's home life, and she's just living in a fucking house. She's living in a pretty nice house. Why are the Lee brothers and their weird possible Chinese royalty adoptive mother living in a fucking squalor infested fucking theater and also she's holding on to and i imagine that there's you know a good amount of people who know about this half amulet that she's got and (laughs) and like the hamulet the hamulet uh and i'm pretty sure that they're like you know what man this thing can end the world and we certainly can't bury it or throw it away (laughs) no 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 no. we can't lock it in a box Put it down in the organ basement with the Phantom. Can't go to a bank and put it in a fucking safety deposit box. Even. I think the banks finally fell, man. Talk about too big to fail. I think <laughs> I think the big earthquake got rid of the banking system. But since you can't do that, since you can't bring yourself to do that, you maybe want to put some money behind the person who's holding on to it <laughs> and not have her fucking live on the, like, just off the streets. Just she's, barely off listen, the streets. Listen, you're right. She's got to be living in hiding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got to be Tony Stark. Built this in a cave from scraps. <laughs> That's what she has to do. She's got to be unheard of. You're not going, okay, to fucking fighting championships. No, no. wearing the, and wearing, the, it. The, wearing it, wearing it in public. You idiot. <laughs> I'm glad you're blown up 30 seconds from the part of the movie we're talking about right now. It's like gold. It's like Goodfellas. They're wearing it. They're wearing it. <laughs> you know? I, that's what I need Robert De Niro to come out of the fucking the, the wings of this stage and just be like, that fucking fur coat, that pink Cadillac, that amulet. It's all going back. It's all going back. You're wearing it to the bar. It's going back. What's this, Jimmy? What's this? What's this, Jimmy, Billy? Huh? Golden medallion? I'm public characters. No, go, bring it back. Go, go out, bring it back. Because it's all fucking pinched. <laughs> Just kick it with a little... Man, Robert De Niro giving the famous Robert De Niro stomp to Scott Wolf. Please, movie gods, put that together before it's too late. It's not too late. Um, so 
the best thing is they're eating dinner and like the kids finally get up the courage to ask, hey, what's with that amulet? And it's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like at 17 and 18, <laughs> respectively, they're not waiting that long. No. They're like, mom, what's with that amulet? Yeah. Hey, 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 lady, hey, lady. hey, hey. What's it's a shiny that? object. You don't think the kids are going to be attracted to a shiny object around your fucking neck? It's like... <laughs> All the time, it's around her neck. Like It's not like she just like put it in a drawer. <laughs> so Robert Patrick shows up, and he's like, give me the amulet. And they get into a big <laughs> fight, and the fight goes on forever. She winds up getting blowed up. Which she is gets pre- blowed right the fuck up. Which is weird, because this movie kills her pretty indiscriminately, A, to give the characters any motivation, and B... Like, but this movie doesn't kill anybody else. She's, like, the only one that dies. And here's how much they give a shit. She is blown up. I mean, being blown up has to be horrible. Yeah, right? sure. So their stepmother, their adopted mother, whatever, she's in fucking pieces. She's dust. There's nothing left of yeah. this woman. And She like, went to Maggie Gyllenhaal heaven. <laughs> <laughs> she's there with Maggie Gyllenhaal and those two guys from the end of Volcano because the one guy got his leg caught. They're all just there together. I think Aaron, one of Martin Riggs' wife. A couple. <laughs> He's got nine wives up there. But like for five minutes after that, they're like, oh, man, mom got blown up. But give it like give it another minute or two, and they are cowabunging all over the place again, like nothing ever happened. Well, it's kind of amazing because Scott Wolf's whole thing at this point is being sad that his parents are dead. That's like his bread and butter, acting wise. <laughs> so he's like, "Fucking my time to shine." Everybody wants to be closer to the medallion. <laughs> that theme song is about four times as good as that show is, at least. That show's okay. That's a fucking. A grade theme song. Mm-hmm. If you ever heard one, that's a that's a theme song you can hear out in the cold light of day and still be like, all right. That you hear that that you hear that theme song and you know that everything's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You don't know how or when it's gonna happen, but the sun will rise again. And you're just remembering all those dull shots from that intro. <laughs> just different states of Charlie having a beard and not. <laughs> Everybody's wearing brown. <laughs> Matthew Fox smiling. Just <laughs> smiling. So he's like, he's sitting on the dock looking forlorn, and he's just like, I can't believe they killed her. And he's got this like box, and it's great because I want Mark DeCosco just goes, What are you, an idiot? And he just throws the box in the water. He's like, Get over it. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, Wow, that's pretty fucking harsh. Well, I guess like, he, you know, it's he, post-apocalyptic world. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to learn to get over stuff quickly. But I think more he was like, Listen. I clearly don't look like you. (laughs) You don't look like her. I don't even look like her. Something's up with this. (laughs) I don't give a shit that she's dead. Get over it. And you're kind of a prick, man. She was holding this whole thing together. I would like it to be, that's what the movie turns into, is Mark DeCosco is just searching for his family tree. (laughs) Just like, it can't, I cannot be related to you. (laughs) Look at you, Scott Wolf. And Scott Wolf just doesn't get it. And he's like, what, man? I don't see color. (laughs) Fuck you. I clearly look different. (laughs) So she's dead. And then all of a sudden, we're getting chased on a river. We're getting, oh, man, the river chase. I'm getting a headache. But that, (laughs) 
that's like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it goes, chasing people on this river. And it's the same thing where, like, they're using computers to find each other. And, like, we got this really bad, like, it looks like if you were a roller coaster magnate in the 1990s and you were making <laughs> simulators to show your investors, yeah. this is what you would show them. <laughs> and, like, this is, like, the tracking system. And they get, like, knocked off and they fall in the water and. They go, ew, the water is so gross. And he, I think Scott Wolf says, like, yeah, I heard if you drink this water, you get diarrhea and your hair falls. You get diarrhea for a week and your hair falls out. I was like, drink up, boys. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. That would be a great last act to this movie. It's just like everyone's <laughs> like, hey, where's the medallion? I, I can't do anything. That's like, you know what? It would be awesome. It's like the shawarma scene at the end of Avengers. <laughs> it's just the two of them on toilets, just sitting there, like sleeping on a toilet with their pants on their ankles. Well, I mean, I feel like they feel like it's, they got to come out of that, or at least maybe the day after. Maybe they go to bed and they look fine, but like night, the day after, <laughs> they have to like be mid range of the fly. <laughs> Like when the te- when the no when the fingernails are starting to get plucked oh, out, yeah, oh, ooh, sticky shit, yeah, ooh, fingernails pulling off, really gross. <laughs> I was let me tell you this really quick. It's embarrassing. I saw um, the hell's it called? Wild, the new Reese Witherspoon movie at Toronto, and this isn't a spoiler. It's actually a good warning for anybody out there seeing the film when it comes out. The opening scene is her taking off her boot, and she pulls off her big toenail. And I'm in this huge, like, 1,500-seat theater. And I just go, yeah! And it's, like, dead silence. And I'm just, like, yelping from the back. I was like, you fucking coward. But I can't do it, man. I can't do getting nails pulled off. Oh, ew! I would turn in a North Korean prison camp in two seconds. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Don't put bamboo up there and don't pull them off. I'll tell you anything. I was going to say, you wouldn't do well in Syriana. I, I didn't do well in Syriana. That was some pausing... I'm going to go to the bathroom. Oh, maybe check the phone in the other room. Oh, do I smell something coming from the kitchen? Better go check it just to be it's, safe. It's, it's then I'll unpause Syriana. It's happening to handsome George Clooney. It, me, it oh, breaks yeah. your fucking heart. <laughs> <laughs> now it evens the score. <laughs> oh, I forgot about your longstanding feud with George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. One side. No, I like him. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of wanting to throw up, so like you know, they get chased around, and they're like, "Oh my god, you know what we have to do? We have to go see Alyssa Milano and her fucking and the B Sharps, whatever the fuck her <laughs> her group is." That they're the, busy practicing like their next dance routine because <laughs> they're going to the New Angeles PS One Hundred next week. No, what they are busy doing <laughs> is Alyssa Milano is torturing a bobo. By force feeding him, like, I don't even know what it's, it is. It's spinach. spinach. It's spinach. Spinach. And it's getting, she's beer bonging it to him, and he's like, oh, God. And he's like, so bloated anyway. And he's like, farting. Think and it's about, all over his mouth. Does anyone remember one of the lowest points in cinema? When Mike Myers in that second Austin Powers movie drinks yeah. diarrhea, yeah. yeah, and it like falls down his face. Yeah. That's what this is. It's just he's. It's a fat thing in a fat suit drinking green diarrhea and wanting to throw up. And she's like trying to get information out of him. She's like holding his nose so he has to swallow. He's tied it. up like it's just binding your stomach back. You know what it reminded me of? Remember, uh, there's that one Treehouse of Horror where Homer goes to hell. And yeah. it's like your 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 punishment's eating donuts for eternity, and he's just like fat and tied to the chair, and yeah. his like arms and feet are like wiggling and shit. Like mm. that's.
that's what this is. It's just this guy in a gross, wet, fat suit getting spinach thrown up all over. I him. really almost threw up. Like it's really, <laughs> yeah, it's really, really, really close. <laughs> and so they come and they they meet up. Like, oh, you want to be on our side? And like, like obviously Scott Wolf has a thing with her. Actually, I think they were engaged for a while. Uh, him and Alyssa Milano. I did, I did a little gossip. Look it up. Oh, today. you mean in real life? Yeah, I thought you meant the characters in this movie. That would have been an interesting movie. Well, no, it's weird in this movie because, like, when Alyssa Milano, her first scene, when she saves them from uh, a Bobo at the beginning, uh, like, she's, like, bending over. Oh, God, and, like, fucking... DaCosta's, like, looking, you know, at her at her backside, you know, and, and Scott Wolf, like, hits him, like, don't look. And it's, like, he clearly has a crush on her. But, like, Mark DaCosta's is, like, ew, girls. <laughs> and you're just, like, what... No, First of all, if you're supposed to be an 18 year old man, what what are you ewing about? Well, they're both looking at because they do the, that da- they do that gag twice. The camera is looking at it, Chris. In case you were wondering, yeah, <laughs> it, and, and because they do it then, and at the end of the fight, when they're going to fucking save the world, she bends over to get into a fucking crate, and they're boop, boop. It's a real get a good look Costanza moment. A bit of it. And the <laughs> pants she's wearing in this movie are insane. Like, she's wearing a size. It's like the 90s, even though it's 2007. She's got, like, you know, bleach blonde <laughs> hair. She's wearing, like, a soccer jersey T-shirt. But the pants, they're Daisy Dukes, essentially. But there is a weird thin strip of yeah. material that connects to actual pants. It's, so they're like pants with like the middles cut out. It's really strange. And it's clearly just an attempt to be like, well, this might be how it is in 2007. <laughs> they might just cut the thigh out of pants. Why not? Well, I mean, it's one of those things where I feel like they're trying to legitimize the... Looking like a piece of shit. Well, that as well. <laughs> but like whatever the costume was in the game. Like, I mean, in the I don't remember what she's wearing. In I the mean, game. me neither, but that's the only thing I can think of of where this would fucking come from. This, this came from some asshole's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good point. It's possible. Like, hey, guys, I drank that water and I got diarrhea for a week, and out came all the sketches for the costumes. <laughs> They're and, all here. And the Abobo design. <sighs> that definitely came out of a toilet, a fucking unflushed toilet. Because this movie's only 96 minutes. We really just we kind of like skate to the end of this movie. Yeah. After after this like fifteen to twenty minute riverboat sequence, <laughs> yeah. like they decide like okay, I think it's somewhere in this riverboat sequence they find out that Robert Patrick murdered their father. Maybe it's somewhere around there they find that out because then they're like, yeah, we really need to get or it's it's at least we need to get revenge for our mom. It's the mom because they find out. Patrick killed the father in the end. Oh, okay. That's when that happened. But so, like, Dacascos is like, you know what? Can we just, like, go home, man? Like, I got the munchies. I'm a little tired. I need to take a shower. And, like, Scott Wolf's like, but we got to avenge Ma. Don't you want to kill him? Come on. Vengeance. Let's I'm have a, a vengeance movie. killer. And he's like, have a movie. He's, like, doing karate to the air. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. And everyone's just like, oh, that's adorable, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to bring him home and feed him. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be really tired later. Robert Patrick basically 
gets all, there's a big warriors fake scene. Yes. Which is like it's it's a meeting of all the gangs. It's a big can you dig it thing. And the guy is the guy from The Hills Have Eyes, the weird looking dude. He's yeah, he's, he's got no eyebrows. He's a weird looking dude in everything. He's, yeah. he's in all the Rob Zombie movies probably. <laughs> I mean well, he's, he's I don't think, I don't think he made it into those Halloween pictures and he yeah. might not even be in Lords of Salem either. I think is he he's dead? In, he might be dead. But I think he's in House of a Thousand Corpses. He he definitely is, and he's he's in House of the Devil too. I think, or not House of the Devil. Excuse Devil's me, Devil's Reject. Devil's Reject. Oh, yeah, okay. I think. Anyway, that so guy. It's that guy, and he's like kind of doing. I mean, like he wasn't a great actor, but he sure looked weird. So he's, <laughs> you know, he's doing his best. Like I won't listen to anybody. And this is when, and again, like what the fuck? So <laughs> Robert Patrick's like, oh, you won't listen to me, huh? You won't listen to me. I'm gonna rub my amulet. And he turns into a shadow and chokes that guy's shadow, thus killing him? Yeah. In the middle of this, like, Professor X, like, war room kind of place. What? Ever. <laughs> like, come on. Shadows choking shadows? I don't need to be watching Shadow on Shadow Crime. <laughs> and if that's your move, that's always your move. That's a Mortal Kombat move. I don't understand it. That's something Shang Soon can do. Yeah. Not Santori time or whatever his fucking name is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're trying to scare the shit out of Tony Goldwyn, good job. <laughs> but, if, but if you're trying to make him impress Steve Sadak, you're not doing it. You're dead, Willie. I'm sorry. I felt bad making fun of that dude. I want to make sure he's not dead. The weird looking guy. And again, I just called him the weird looking guy like a real fucking jerk. His name is Michael Barrowman, and thank goodness he's still alive. He's 66 years young. <laughs> We're monsters. <laughs> so he, yeah, he unites all the gangs, and it, now it's like, again, Robert Patrick, you you have you you a big fucking rice crispy magnate. You have a huge office tower with a fake elevator in it. Mm-hmm. Now you've united all the gangs to become one gang under your thumb. Why do you need this fucking medallion again, dude? You got it. You made it, baby. Because you know why, Andrew? This movie keeps telling you. And it's one of those stupid fantasy things that happens in a lot of bad fantasy movies. And some good ones, too. Which is, oh my god. If this guy, if the bad guy gets this thing, that thing, and that thing, he will become invincible. And that's they spell that out for you in big red letters the entire movie. Yeah. And invariably, in all of those movies, the, guy, the bad guy, oh my god, at the end of the movie, he got everything. And he just get loses anyway, and it's like, yeah. oh, I thought, but I thought, remember, like the whole movie, you were like that he would be invincible, invincible and dogs and cats living together. <laughs> you can literally li- live the rest of your life as a shadow <laughs> that just invisibly kills people. Like a shadow doesn't have life expectancy; it's a shadow. <laughs> just like I don't understand this. Like what? Because you you really need to know what the body thing is. Now here's a question I have for you guys. Because listen. Full disclosure, I'm always honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep twice during this movie. Okay? <laughs> sure. I, I don't blame you whatsoever. I fucking I, I got home from teaching. It was a long day at work. I fell asleep twice. I rewound it to the point where I would remember things, and then I would start it again. You know, but you miss things. Sure. What is with this room full of suspended animation corpses? Oh, I don't oh, even know. Yeah, nobody knows. What is going on? <laughs> There's a fucking basketball player stuff. Well, it's where, well, it's where the testicle cancer is made. <laughs> yes. That's what's in the middle of that room. He's making an army of monsters, essentially, and I think they, they've oh. all kind of died. So what I think he did is he killed, like, the best monsters. Mm. and he, All the monsters. He, 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 <laughs> he, he, 
Got the monster they, party. They look like monsters from fucking Space Jam. One is literally a basketball player. Where did you get that guy from? So he could possess their dead bodies and use all their powers. Right, because that's what happens is, one, well, here's what they do. Alyssa Milano and the two idiots unite, and they're like, you know what? We're just going to go right down, march into his office, and get that medallion. And everybody's like, Scott Wolf, that's a terrible idea. No, let's do it. We're going to march. And they go to his office. They have like a little bit of a standoff. And then two of them fall down an elevator shaft <laughs> all the way down this fake elevator shaft. And that, at the bottom is this laboratory where, like, there's all these – actually, they're all three of them fall down. And they're yeah. all there. And yeah. they're like, oh – he's like, oh, go, 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 ghost. And they're like, no, no, no. They're in some sort of suspended animation. And I was like, how did you figure that out, first of all? You don't even know what that, <laughs> that means. Yeah, DeCosco. Yeah, DeCosco's like, oh, it's suspended animation. And I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's death. <laughs> yeah. That's death. But so then, like, this big basketball player stands up, and he's like, did you miss me? And you're like, that sounds like Robert Pat. Oh, uh, okay. God. And so his, he shadowed his way down there, and he's, like, possessing all these guys, and they're, like, fighting him and shit. They look like uh, season four of The Initiative, you know? like uh, Oh, yeah, from Buffy? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. It just, and it's so, it's, that's what this movie does, is it's, like, conceit upon conceit. Like, yep. let's just get. We've got we've got our escape from New York reality. We've got the amulets. Yep. We've got shadow people. That's all I need. What more? What more could you possibly jam pack in here? A lot of stupid shit. Uh, I uh, mean, then we're in the last act of the movie. Fucking finally, they uh, Kakashugo or whatever the fuck shadows his way into uh, uh, Mark uh, Summer's summer home. Dude, this... <laughs> so basically, uh, Mark DeCoscos gets kidnapped at the end of the basketball scene, and, you know, um, Scott Wolf's putting the moves on uh, Alyssa Milano, and nothing's happening. They almost make out, and then people... Bar- ninjas barge in or something. <laughs> They're yeah. interrupted by ninjas. By, another by ba- in-loving color extras. <laughs> <laughs> the fly girls fucking break into this hideout. Which this hideout is a Nickelodeon set, complete with arcade games everywhere, green slime. That's the thing. That's the thing that drove me nuts. There's water in this place that's colored green. People go into it and nothing happens. So you're telling me, you sons of bitches, that you spent the time to dye the fucking water green just for the shit of it. The last yeah. clean water in America, by the way. Yeah, you know, what like the fuck. <laughs> And people are skateboarding all over the place. It looks like where the Foot Clan hang out in that yeah. first Turtles movie. But it's all clean and nice and it's gorgeous. I would love to hang out here. Like this could be a really hip place in New York City to hang Full out. Full arcade. It could be barcade. It's the barcade chain. Yeah. Put a little skateboard ramp in a barcade. You got this hideout. And they've, they're playing that uh, terrible 90s song. Back to the rhythm and around again. I'm, I'm going to make it till the end. 100%. 100%. Pure love. Oh, fuck that song, <laughs> man. It's, it belongs in Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah. It really belongs in Double it Dragon. It belongs safely locked away in the 1990s. Like, that's where that song belongs. That's like one of those songs that almost makes your ironic 90s mix. And they're like, I don't want to listen to this. Like, <laughs> I already have CNC Music Factory. Why do I need to yeah. fucking do it? And you're... CNC is way oh, superior. Yeah. Absolutely. 100. Oh. No, oh, that's the rest of your day. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> so Patrick uh, possesses Mark DeCosco's, and like again, here's the thing: if I'm gonna, if my opponent, who all I need to do is fucking rip, 
rip a chain off of this dude's neck. That's which all you got to do. Any any gang member in Brooklyn could do that in fucking five <laughs> seconds. You get anybody. Just rip it right off his neck. You're a criminal mastermind. You should be a, a, a good manipulator of people, one would think. And again, like they're doing, you're doing the action movie thing where everyone's fighting. No, just everyone swarm. Hold this little turd down. It's on Scott Wolf's neck, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hold this little turd down. Rip the chain. Done. If you want to kill him afterward, fine. Movie but then you've got over. your you've got your medallion. It's astounding that all of these people assigned to get this medallion half. They're on the payroll of of uh, Robert Patrick. Like they all just stand around with their fucking thumb up their ass. Mm-hmm. While one person at a time tries to fight Scott Wolf. <laughs> tries to fight Scott Wolf, everybody. Talk about incompetence with these gang members. And why not just because as it turns when uh the Costco's uh comes back in with Robert Patrick in him. Yeah. Why not just act like oh like side hurt, like, oh I was just he 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 got me. He got yeah, me. Yeah, I've been tortured. Come and Come and cradle me while I die and let me have that fucking medallion. Oh, uh, you mean have a plan, Chris? Because, yeah. <laughs> he, again, he comes in and, like, you know, he, he they're being besieged by bad guys. He kicks one of them like, oh, awesome, Billy's back. And they give a high five. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm Robert Patrick. Like, no, don't do that, you idiot. <laughs> like, that's, you had, like, oh, hey, Billy, give me that amulet for one second. I just want to see if it fits around my neck. Oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> I found out how to use it because Scott Wolf can't figure out how to fucking use that's it. That's an annoying... Oh, man, that's annoying. Well, how, you know, I'm just going to... And here's how he finds out he's going to... You, you know, he knows... Okay. He knows <laughs> full well that if Robert Patrick gets the other half of this, supposedly he's invincible. And the, the world's, world's going to end. Yeah. Right? Because it's such a powerful amulet. So they're all there. Everybody's present. Okay? He's getting his ass kicked. And he's like, yeah, this fucking stupid amulet, I just can't figure it out. And he rips it off his neck, and he throws it <laughs> away. He throws it away, and this thing stops in midair. Very crappy effects. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it, like, comes back to him like a mm. fucking magnet or something. And he's like, oh, that's how I – oh, I did it. And I'm like, dude, you just threw away <laughs> the world you because you, you had a temper tantrum, mm-hmm. and yep. you threw away the world. All those times I tried to rub it on my crotch, it never worked. <laughs> Not once. And if it doesn't work with my dick, I don't want it. Get it away. Scott Wolf. <laughs> He's such a little stinker in this movie. He, he really sucks. sucks. He fucking sucks so bad. So he, he becomes invincible. and Yeah, because la- remember, Dacascos... Or, or Robert Patrick has the soul part, which yes. gives you shadow powers. Yes. The body part is you are invincible. He finds this out because Robert Patrick kicks him through a concrete wall. <laughs> yeah, I could watch that a couple times. <laughs> I want the I want the gif of that. Yeah, so, and animated. Yeah. Note to someone who likes making gifs: Scott Wolf going through a concrete wall. I could wall. also, if you really, if you know, you got a day off and you got nothing to do, really, if you want to make the website with all the different pictures that make up the whole website. <laughs> Of the animated GIF just going over and over again. I could do it. Just don't GIF that fucking spinach scene. I'll fucking No, I'll vomit everywhere. (laughs) Vomit and shit myself out of fear. So here it is. So I think he rips. Finally, DeCosco slash Robert Patrick gets the better of him. Fucking finally. Rips the amulet off, and then he turns into Robert Patrick, and he's like, I have the ultimate power in the universe. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. Here it comes. I mean, I guess the I guess the movie has to be over, right? I was on the edge of my seat. So he puts them together, and all the light in the world goes into this amulet. It's it's actually Planet Melancholia. 
You see New Angeles have a pretty serious brownout. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, is he going to turn into a dragon? It's double dragon. Or is he going to turn into something? He turns into two vampire Jack Palances. <laughs> They're oil-faced, monster-looking orc motherfuckers. And that's it. They each have swords. And I'm like, okay. But wait, Steve, the, the ante's up. Because the swords... Well, they can just cut through anything oh, like wow. a, a hot knife through butter. But isn't that terrifying? But somehow they wo- they wobble like rubber <laughs> when they're being thrown around. No, but like if if he puts these amulets together, the world ends. That's that's the that's, that's it. what you've yeah. been telling me for ninety two of the ninety six minutes of this movie. <laughs> you son of a bitch movie. And also, if you have a sword that can just like slice through metal like nothing, you're just cutting through all this shit. I need to see somebody get split in half. Yep. This whole movie is half medallion, double this, double that. Fucking double cut somebody in half. <laughs> like, maybe a Bobo. Just fucking put him out of his misery. Please, I'm sure he'd love it. You, There are parts where he's like, God, I'm so ugly. And you're like, fucking do it. Put oh, him no, out of his misery. That's my favorite scene. That's not happened quite yet, but that, that, that is <laughs> my favorite scene when up. he realizes that, that, the monster he is. Oh, look away. <laughs> I'm idiot. Well, he looks at like this be- picture of a beautiful girl. And he's like, oh, she's pretty. And then he sees his face <laughs> in the mirror. He's like, no. Look away. I will be your freak no more. This marble who's been dead for decades would never have sex with me. And I mean, oh, like, man. it's a little too late in the in the in the game for I'm not a monster, alright? It's yeah. a, you missed that mark of Bobo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just not time. And for it that. has to be a thing too where It's kinda like at the end of Street Fighter, I'm sorry, when yeah. Dalsim is like I will take care of this monster now. And it's oh, like, yeah. no, no, way, way too late for that shit. For as you see, Ryu, I made him and I must be the one to destroy him. It's like, no. I'm Dalsim. No, 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 no. You know, Dalsim and Blanca. <laughs> Best of friends. Come, Blanca, let's close this curtain together. <laughs> no, so fucking no, stupid. no, no. But what you need, though, is for a, a Bobo, Jesus, Lord in heaven. A Bobo has to be like, he turns on Robert Patrick and he's like, you fucking made me this (laughs) way. And he like jumps on top of him. He starts fucking pulling his ribs out of his body. Like that's what has to happen. Or like, or a couple of scenes where he's trying to kill himself. Like maybe he puts a fucking, he's got a noose from a ceiling fan and he's about a goodbye, cruel world. And he falls and the whole ceiling falls on his head. They walk out of the, of Power Corp headquarters Ugh. and they just, they go next door and they notice that there's like stuff coming out from the garage. Oh, the gas. <laughs> and they the open it. They it's open the cloudy. garage door and, and blaring inside of the cars. 100 <laughs> percent no, and he's just a... fucking dead don't know what you get till it's gone <laughs> this big fat pig's dead in the back of a cadillac no it's him and councilman peter russo <laughs> splitting a six-pack <laughs> just doing it oh Whatever movie. And I mean, like, the vampire Jack Palances are doing their best, but they're not the most powerful fucking thing in the universe. No, and then the thing that's so fucking dumb is they're like, they discover, like, oh, okay, well, now we can fight them for some reason. Oh, because Scott Wolf's got the body thing. And they do. The cheapest move of all time on these. Oh, yeah. They get, they push the two things into each other. 
And sort of like Ron Silver, they like melt back into Robert Patrick. Yeah. And he's like, well, that was short lived. <laughs> and then they do this bullshit like we're going to lock arms and throw kick each other. So it's like DeCosco like gets picked up by Scott Wolf and they do like a dance move. Well, is this after they get the jazzercise karate geese? No, this is before that. Oh, yeah. They, it's before that. Yeah. yeah. The, the Jack Palance demons. Um, <laughs> When they come back into Robert Patrick, the the medallion's free. Oh, that's right. The medallion's right. free, and then they put it together, and that's when they get their sparkly outfits. But they do this dumb, like, first you kick them, <laughs> then I'll kick them. <laughs> and what's great is it's so fake because the way they're doing it is, like, they're putting the camera on the floor looking up, and you're seeing the person, like, who's being thrown. Mm-hmm. Like, you're under them, like, looking up at them, and it's Scott Wolf, like, on a wire, just like, whoa! Karate! Well, I mean, you know how excruciating it must have been to film all those Lord of the Rings movies where, like, Elijah Wood has to be a lot smaller than everybody else, you have to film it twice, yeah. and everything's got green... That's how they had to do this movie, because, like, <laughs> any time any karate action happens, it's like, well, there's a week. I mean, we're going to have to shoot Mark. <laughs> we'll shoot Mark, that'll be really easy, and then I guess we'll have that face shot of Scott going... <clears throat> And then we'll get and then we'll get Tony in there. Okay, then put Tony in there. Yeah, put Tony in there, and then put Tony in there. Tony, Tony would be his. uh, Tony needs a lot of coverage. (laughs) Tony, by the way, is a a female stunt woman. in in a Scott Wolf wig. So the brothers get both sides of the amulet. Each holds a piece, and they put it together. And then they get these dipshit Elton John looking Goodbye Yellow Brick Road costumes. Just. Stupid. It's so stupid. And, and they ha- they bother to have a second where they quip about, like, like DeCosco's is like, yeah, these are all right. And uh, he's like, glad I didn't get the blue one. And Scott Wolf's like, what's wrong with blue? <laughs> and that's a thing that has to happen. And then they get back in. They're like, all right, now we're going to get him. Well, before they get him, <laughs> their adopt mother... Oh. Makes an appearance. Oh man, as a floating it's head like, balloon. It's like the Mr. Sparkle logo. <laughs> it just pops out of nowhere. And she's like, I knew you could do it, boys. Go fucking kill Robert Patrick. <laughs> it's like, when did you record that? <laughs> well, I don't I mean, maybe she was like trapped by the vampire Jack Palances and then they freed her with their sparkly outfits. I'm picturing, by the way, somewhere right now in hell, Jack Palance is like, why the fuck do those losers keep talking about me? <laughs> why, is, why is poor Jack Palance in hell? He knows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the mother head balloon is like, go get him. And if you were like, let's just pretend it's been 93 minutes. And you know what? The first 93 minutes aren't so bad. And you're like. I kind of like Double Dragon, but, you know, this is different, and it's different enough. It's cool. Yeah. I like fake RoboCop things. Maybe I'm too young to have seen RoboCop right. or any good movie, so this is my first movie ever, and I'm getting invested in it. Then this is great. But then <laughs> yeah. in the 94th minute, that movie can't even allow you to enjoy this movie because there has to be a Double Dragon fucking arcade game oh yeah prominently in the background and i'm like well there's the reality well, that's bull- well it's broke it's broken you don't see bob hoskins playing super mario brothers no that's, that's bad but right before that is the one that re- i mean this one just i i jaw drop oh i think I, yeah Alyssa milano oh. is getting cornered by lasher who is uh robert patrick's um the lady, lady warrior yeah. oh yeah and she just, they just cut to this line, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not something. <laughs> she just says, who's the boss? 
Oh, yeah! Oh, mercy me! Well, that's what's even worse about it, because she was on General Hospital. Apparently, this is an IMDb trivia. So she says, who's the boss? Because it's not even in line. Like, she couldn't say it, like, in the middle of action. Yeah. Like, they cut to her face. Who's the boss? <laughs> and after that, like, and then she finally, then Alyssa Milano gets the upper hand. It's like, well, you're going to be in the hospital. And it's like, General Hospital, oh, who's the boss? One more of those, because we haven't talked about these characters, because they're fucking useless and nobody matters anyway. But... Oh, uh, I forgot. Yeah. So Robert Patrick's got like the whip lady, like that's his one minion. But then he also has these two Asian dudes mm. who are one of them. I'm pretty sure is the guy who electrocutes rigs. Oh, what, the, really? The, the one guy is in every action movie from 1985. To <laughs> so 1993. I think it's probably him. Yes, it's him. But so it's just these two guys. They're just like bumbling idiots. It's yeah. kind of weird because they're Asian guys, but it's two Asian actors doing like Jewish man impressions, yeah. which is really weird. But there's one part where Robert Patrick goes up to these two guys and he goes, Huey, Lewis, what's the news? Fucking eat shit, Double Dragon movie. Like, are you kidding me? Well, this uh, we were talking about this uh, last year, ladies, delivery. Earlier in the movie, when the, when the mother's about to get killed and they light the fire. Yeah. Another just stilted, like, <laughs> deliver. hey, cut to her, deliver the line, <laughs> was, is this fucking... Is it getting? Is it me, or is it getting hot in here? <laughs> Holy smokes! It's so bad. <laughs> how how do you get away with this shit? Man? How do you get cast in this movie? I have no idea. How many other actresses were busy that day? They it's saw insane. your Burger King commercial. And then... <laughs> get me the girl who loved that Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, her on it. So, I mean, they beat Robert Patrick. And again, you'd think you would think that they would kill him. Like or you know, action movie kill him where he falls like they kick him and then maybe like he's down, but then he runs at them and accidentally yeah. falls off a cliff or something. Because yeah. you blew that lady up. Let's yeah. like, let's be honest. Yeah, totally. Here. You incinerated a woman. <laughs> yeah, let's I mean, fucking go- get some vengeance here. You also you also created fucking a bobo. The yes. fact that it's not a bobo like coming out and being like, Let me do it and yeah. like he tackles Robert Patrick off of like a catwalk yeah. and they fall into a lava pool together. Oh yeah. Or something. And it's kinda beautiful a little bit. Yeah, Maybe. it's it's in slow motion. Mm. A bobo's spitting fucking spinach all over Robert Patrick. <laughs> oh, you know, and they head first into a lava pit. Mm-hmm. A bobo gives a thumbs up very slowly as he sinks in because <laughs> yeah. we love stealing from Terminator. <laughs> well, I mean, a bobo's got all this muscle. I would love it if he just fucking like bended and folded him like a trash compactor. <laughs> he turns Robert Patrick into a cube, into like a blood, and then eats it. A blood soggy cube. <laughs> and yes, and you know, speaking of you know garbage pail kids, <laughs> or it's like. It's at the end of Trading Places when Paul Gleason gets fucked up by that gorilla. <laughs> you know, a lot of people forget that that happens oh, in that 100%. Movie. He gets raped by a gorilla. <laughs> the, the Paul princi- Gleason. The vice principal from fucking Breakfast Club gets sexually assaulted by a gorilla multiple times. <laughs> Oh, the 80s. Yeah. You could just get away with anything. So long as Eddie Murphy gives a wide tooth grin at the end of it, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing also. Yeah, he's not killed. Here's how they beat him into submission. Three kicks to the chest. And he falls into a folding chair. And they're like, we got you now. And he's like, yeah, I guess you do. (laughs) Cuff me. Yeah, just cuff me. (laughs) 
And then like Dacascos like goes inside of him because he's got the spirit. He's, amulet he's got now. the spirit amulet now. Yeah, the half of the the medallion there. And this is where like Alyssa Milano's father, the chief of police, barges in. And because Dacascos is uh, you know possessing him, he's like, "Well, just put the handcuffs on me." By the way, I'm also going to write the police department a check for one hundred and twenty nine million dollars. Whatever, it's a big figure. And he has like a a weird check machine i guess it, it prints a credit card and he's yeah. like here you go it's a check because it's 2007 well at, at one point the police quit because oh, the it's ga- so great the gangs are in the middle of the street and they're you know they're the not the truce is off the yeah. truce is off they're they're attacking people in the day and like oh my god we're undermanned and this one cop goes up and he's like we're getting railed out there which is just <laughs> such a bizarre word to use in a four kids double dragon movie the word railed it's Ooh, so don't use that word around these people please it's so awesome though because the, the chief is like all right we're going back out there that's an order god damn it and they're in like the locker room and everybody's like mm, nope and he's like fine i'll take this city back by myself and he just walks out there like hey where's the chief going and he like walks out and he gets in a police car and he definitely does the look back like they're gonna be fucking following me now <laughs> no oh, oh all right fred you gotta do it you walked out you made a big scene with everything get in the car and drive away well i guess i'm doing this <laughs> yeah that's exactly you what it my mind can't be changed. <laughs> so he's three, he's, <laughs> two. He shows up and he's like, "Wow, you did my job for me. Excellent work, everybody." Oh, I check for one hundred and twenty-nine million dollars. That sounds great. Guess I will take money from someone I'm arresting. That's not ethically <laughs> curious. Virtual reality for all you kids. <laughs> everybody gets a Nintendo Red. Well, well that, that makes me want to sing. Gonna go back to the middle and around again. Hundred <laughs> percent pure love. Oh man. And it's like fucking song sucks. <laughs> so shitty. And it was so popular. Was. How is something so shitty? Because you so need to popular. Roger Rabbit to something, Andrew. <laughs> I would love it if a fucking wall fell down and a bunch of cartoons came out all singing that song at the end while Robert Patrick's just taken into police custody. Well, I, uh. mean, if I, I mean, if I have that power, though, like Mark Dacascos can just go into this guy's body. I would go into that body and then, like, find because, I mean, it's, it's New Angeles. There's clearly, you know, neo-Nazis are just rampant. Yep. Sure. Go Rotten to with them. whatever the local neo-Nazi bar is, you know. The, the swastika house or whatever. <laughs> that might be one. And just start fucking laying it out. Like, just like being an asshole. Just like kicking people and fucking, you know, really rousing. A Engineer his murder. Is yeah, what yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's a question they never answer in this movie. One, when you're inside somebody, can you feel pain inflicted on that body? And two, if you die while possessing a body, do you die? If I you mean, die in the game, do you die for real is the question. That, that, if you die in the game, do you die for real? That's I'm, what I want to know. I just think you lay out like five big lines. Die for real. And then you then you get out of there. <laughs> and yeah, then you, you shadow no, out. You give him no way out, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're right smack dab in the middle of the bar. And again, we're stealing from Street Fighter because now Zangief's one of the one of the home team. You know yeah. what I mean? Seemingly out of nowhere, too. It's because he realized he's ugly. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm so tired of fighting. I'm so tired of being a monster. Could you I'm kill too me? ugly to be evil. Could you could you choke just choke my shadow, please? 
<laughs> you have that amulet. I think it's the only way to kill me. Look you- what I did to this puppy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just choke my shadow. So it's a big like, you know, well, can I hang out with you guys? Yeah. Maybe we can be triple dragon. <laughs> You're like, oh, you fat puppet monster. It's disgusting. You fucking obese garbage pail kid. And he's got like fucking spinach farts everywhere. And so like his whole thing, I guess, from the beginning of the movie was he was very proud of his driving prowess. And so he's like, well, if we're going to hang out, maybe I could do the driving. And they're like, yeah, okay, you fit in there, I guess. And this is like the the last like shot of the movie is like this fucking horrid monster is driving this car. You got Mark DeCoscos. And Alyssa Milano in the backseat. And here is, like, the biggest flub of this movie. We know from this entire, like, 20-minute sequence, Scott Wolf has the part of the amulet that makes you invincible. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mark DeCoscos has the part of the amulet that makes you turn into a shadow and you can possess people. Better part of the amulet, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Screw that invisibility. But so DeCoscos somehow thinks... That Scott Wolf has his half of the amulet, and that Scott Wolf has gone inside this fat monster. Mm-hmm. He's like playing a game. Yeah, and so he's like, "Yeah, there's no way this fat monster could want to be friends with us. It's got to be my brother messing with us. So I'm going to mess with him." And he's like, "Well, say there, a Bobo, think I'll make a move on my brother's gal." And then Scott Wolf like pops up from the back seat, and he's like, "Hey, wait a second." <laughs> And I'm like, wait, no, you wait a second, movie. You're mixing up which brother had which amulet. What a fucking flub. That's so embarrassing. All for the sake of a joke that's barely a joke in the first place. Well, they're all barely jokes. That yeah, are. There is no joke. <laughs> I kind of just realized something about Scott Wolf is if Scott Wolf existed in, say, 20 years from now, when Matthew, when Matthew Broderick is dead and has been dead for a couple of years, we'd be like, yeah, I think we're ready for that again. Not you mean not the next con- producer's remake? Yes, not concurrently with Matthew Broderick. We we, right. we have our Matthew Broderick. We're fine with him, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could see him picking up that mantle yeah, exactly. and doing nothing with it just like Matthew Broderick does. <laughs> sure. So they drive off with this guy's spinach farting, and I mean, and that's it. This dumb song by the fam starts playing. The two sidekicks have a will hench for money. Oh, yeah, they're hench- out-of-work henchman gag. No, thank you. Stop it. Keep it at home. And it's just this weird, like, oh, what are we going to do about it now? We can't be henchmen anymore. And I'm like, why are you talking like this? I'm I think the go song to- goes, hold together now, or something like that. It's it's all about we're holding together now. We're best friends. Look on the bright side, the sunny side of the street. <laughs> Anything to let you know that this movie had a happy ending with a fat Pig man driving a car. <laughs> Who's ruined for all time. Like, you know what? Maybe the friendship of the double dragons will get you through, like, a day. Yeah. Uh. It's going to wear off pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And in the end, you will inevitably take your own life. You have to, right? Like That's what you. Well, that's what I want to see. The sequel to Double Dragon is just a Bobo going into situations and trying to trick people into murdering him. <laughs> right? Like, he's the one that's going into the Nazi bar. And he's like, I love Jews. And seeing what happens. Or maybe he's, like, Virginia Woolfing himself. He's putting a bunch <laughs> of rocks in his pocket. And wading into the lost, the New Angeles River, you would need a ton of rocks. <laughs> yeah, the Rock of Gibraltar, maybe. <laughs> would anybody recommend Double Dragon? No, it's not even like 
Mario Brothers fun or I mean like it is really low on the I didn't see that Doom movie and I may never Doom has like a really annoying like first person shooter sequence in it uh, where you're like you take the POV of Dwayne Johnson for like 20 minutes well that's something that all of these video game movies do for the most part which is stupid we just try and mimic the gameplay and this one does it too yeah. everyone has these little like or for a while people have like these identification modules right. that like show who the person is like you would if, when you were fighting people in the game and it's like who's that for nobody because it it's not you really have to be paying attention to recognize that that's what that's supposed to be yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Because in the video game, it's just the thing at the top of your screen that you kind yeah. of pay attention to, but not really. Well, it's just looking how short the bar is. Yeah. I'm not looking at what the fucking face looks like. I don't care that this guy's name is Kevin that I'm beating <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? Well, it's like those earlier comic book movies that were like, oh, you know what we should do is mimic the experience of reading a comic book. It's like, no. Just make a movie. No, yeah. no, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 totally no, right. no, no. Shh, shh, just make a movie. Yeah, I, it doesn't... <laughs> And all video game adaptations that will come out, you know, after this podcast yeah. airs, you know, like, take warning. You don't need to make it be like gameplay. That's yeah. the worst idea you could do for your movie. But I will say, Doom is a much better movie than this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Doom is, one, a movie. Two, a movie. Yeah. And three, Dwayne Johnson. A movie with Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's acting. Yeah. And not Scott. Well, I mean, no, you cannot watch this movie. Do not watch this movie if you can, unless somebody is like, "Okay, I'm going to kill your family." Then maybe you watch this movie. Dennis Leary breaks into your house and ties you to a chair with your wife, who you're fighting with, and makes you watch it. And the ref, fine. anybody? Yeah, I know that yeah, movie. I love right. movie. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it either. Not a movie. Not a movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's. <laughs> would you recommend, wouldn't you recommend, or is this a movie at all? And I think it's not a movie at all. I agree with you. <laughs> That's Double Dragon from 1994, directed by James Yukich. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag, weallhatemovies at gmail.com. The worst video game adaptation in your opinion. You have but precious few hours, if you're listening to this, on the day it drops, Tuesday, September 30th, to get your call in for November's Listener Request Month. 718-925-3893 is the number to call for the We Hate Movies hotline, or contact us on Skype. Our username is We Hate Movies, all one word, no spaces, all lowercase letters. Clue for next week's episode. Brian Robbins. Yes, yeah. unless they take that movie off Netflix, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's Brian Robbins, unless my VHS tape burns. <laughs> okay, good. So until next week when we figure out what Brian Robbins was up to, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Chris Gavin. Take it easy. 